Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dance Time in Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for being on the. <laughs> you waved, and I went. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, no, thank you so much for listening and watching, or however you're. Uh, we're coming to you, uh, but you could listen to us on the radio, 106.1 and 104.5 between New Waverly and the Woodlands, and you could just enjoy us, and then whatever you miss, you come back and you can watch it on YouTube or the Lone Star Community Radio um, Facebook page. And we're also so happy, and I'd like to hear some applause from you when I announce this. Our sponsor is Chris Wooten. Let's hear it for Chris Wooten. Uh, see, we love you, Chris, so much. <laughs> I've been so bad about uh, a lot of times I'll start the show and I can just get right into the show and we start talking about it and and Richard has to remind me. And we wouldn't be having the show if it wasn't for the Wooten Financial Group. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So every time I say that, I have to. <laughs> okay. We're the soundstage. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to. I wanted to put risers right back there so we could have an audience, Lots and I think it would be great. I think it, how many of my family members would come and <laughs> and be part of that and laugh at when they're supposed to. But um, we got we got a great show today. We really do. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be informative, and uh, it may even bring a tear to your eye. It did me. I tried to listen to some of the stories that these. These girls told about um, this great place, Love hu- Love Heals Youth. Love Heals Youth. And it's so funny, I kept trying to think, okay, love heals the youth or it just heals youth. And it's true. I mean, it's, it's like a very deep, you know, if you think about it, it's very deep. Love heals youth. And it can take care of a lot of problems that they have, the stresses they have. And uh, this is what this organization is all about. It's it's going out and reaching out to these uh, kids. And tell me where the kids come from. The kids are from all over Montgomery County. Um, so the kids that are in our foster care system here are not just, they don't just live here. Some of them are from Harris County that we help out. Um, mm-hmm. But they're in group homes here in primarily in Montgomery County. Thank you, Dina, mm-hmm. president of Heal of Love Hills <laughs> Youth. I don't want to say Youth Heals Love, but it's Love Hills Youth. And mm-hmm. I think that Dina is the president, and we go, of course have Dare Dare McLeod with us today. Dare is a regular on this show. <laughs> we just try and keep her away, but she just keeps coming back. It I just know. she's you know, the best. No, you gotta put like some deterrent or something. Something yeah. you gotta keep me out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Change the locks. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we have a, we had a bouncer out there that was watching for Dare. Like, <laughs> Dare just dares you to come in. No, but listen, uh, Dare is such a, you know, putting Conroe on the map because of her, you know, what she's been in TV series. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, she is a songwriter and a singer. And she travels all over. She was at the Whiskey Go go. It's yes. so hard to say that knowing you're only t- <laughs> 16 years old and she just yes. turned 16. I know that's the coolest part. This is actually my first interview as a 16 year old because I just turned 16 on Sunday, which is yes. pretty cool. Okay, yeah, I love I love having that. So that can be my Hall of Fame thing up, yes. up, up there. I got to talk to Dare when she turned 16. And it, she said you don't feel any different though, right? No, I don't. I really, I feel like the same person and I still, you know, it's kind of weird because everyone says, you feel so different the second you turn 16. And I'm like, where? Where? <laughs> well, are, are you are you excited to drive? Or is that kind of, not? yeah, not many kids are super excited to drive. I know. Really? I couldn't wait to drive. I, <laughs> I would go out sneaking and get yes. in the car and just go up and down the driveway. That's all I, if I could just do that. <laughs> and I, I thought I could I have two uh, grandchildren. One is 16 and she's going to be 17. And she hasn't really shown that m- much interest until like two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> all of a sudden she goes, I, I-, I want to drive and let me drive. And so I <laughs> let her get in the car and drive. And she said, Grandma, I didn't think I would want you teaching me to drive. Yeah. But you're pretty cool. And you can wake up from your nap now. And I go like, this is like better than having you you know, have your one phone of those on. cars. That do- Somebody left their phone on, and I don't know who could have done that. <laughs> yeah, we, we checked. We I, checked. I was at, um, yeah, I like, I don't know. I just feel I'm, I'm a bit, my dad has told me I'm a bit too timid. I'm not aggressive enough. So I, I'm just, because I'm the type that I'm going to drive at like the speed limit or below. And that, because I'm right now, I'm in the timid <laughs> phase where I'm like, I don't. Well, I wouldn't wreck drive in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, driving Houston. But yeah. Uh, the the kids are saying, I'm only driving on the side of the freeway. I'm not gonna drive on the freeway. And I went, Well, there's sometimes you gotta get up on the freeway to get to the next thing. Right. Where you know, oh, I like, I'm gonna, I'll drive on 75 all my life. I just stay that's on 75. So relatable. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be on the highway. The, wow. I, I told us that no. the highway because you can the go best. as fast as you want. Yeah. In Houston, no. it's like the, See, the speed limit doesn't <laughs> exist. You just go with the flow of traffic. Right, there is no such thing as a speed limit. Yeah, you yeah. Just, whatever the flow of traffic is, that's where well, you go. What is what is that place in in England? Uh, are you talking about the autobahn the in Germany? Oh, the autobahn. Oh, that's a, yes. I know people feel like forty five is autobahn. I just I I, I love it. It, it, it is. Truck drivers especially. In teaching my children to drive, you know, you want them to follow the rules and go the speed limit but no one around you is. And my friend actually ordered stickers and put them on the car that said student driver in training. So she could <laughs> yeah. the car yeah. so people wouldn't honk and, you know. Yeah. Well, I remember growing up in Houston and that was always told to me. It's like there's there's rules in different areas. And in Houston, the rule is don't look at the speed limit, just follow the flow of traffic. That's right. Because you'll put yourself at more danger yeah. right. if yeah. you go 60 miles an hour right here because everyone that's, will be blown yeah, by everyone it. Everyone will be like trying to go really fast and possibly be unaware. Uh, that's what, I mean, I think it's also because the way they start out our courses, it's like statistics of car cr- And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you don't remember, they, uh, they used to have it in the woodlands. They had a big sign driving into the woodlands. It was like, <gasps> don't drink and drive. In the woodlands, and it's like a car crash. And I was this like, to you, I was like, why course. are they implying that the woodland drivers just suck? Or <laughs> like, 
you know what I'm talking about? You remember yeah. that sign? I don't in know if it's still there the, oh, anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, and back in the day, when I went to high school, uh, I took driver's ed. They used to have it in school. In school. Yeah, right, and right. I, I took driver's ed, and we had to watch this film. This was the worst film in the whole world because they showed the people in the wrecks, and oh, they showed no. them, oh, and no. them pulling them out of the wreck, and they wanted to <laughs> no. really, and everybody was like getting up and barfing. It was, um, it was so, it, it was extremely impactful. I mean, you certainly remembered it, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I got my, I got my license, and the first <laughs> thing I did was drive the wrong way up the feeder oh. on the, I do not doubt that on the freeway. I do not doubt that. Did we talk about that like a couple weeks I, ago, I, Cindy? Or, I, didn't we talk about that though? The younger generation today, it's like they don't want to drive. Yeah, it, it, it's true. They because their grandmas drive them everywhere they want to go. They Uber them to well, death. Cause, so. Yeah, because I told you my niece waited till she was turned eighteen, and she took the courses and everything. But right. apparently, when you turn eighteen, it's totally different. Yeah. So when she went to get her driver's license, they're like, "Oh, that's that's voided. Yeah, you have yeah. to redo everything. You're an adult now." So you have to go through the adult courses. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, it's and really different. So, but, uh, and she waited. She did it when she was 16. And she's never got her license. I was like, how would you never want to go get your license? Like, that's a, it's mm-hmm. so easy now at the DMV. You can literally sign up online and reserve a time. And you're in and out in five minutes. Wow. That's, that's what we had to do with Samuel, my, um, my grandson, who's uh, going to be 19. 19 in about wow. five days. He's going to be 19. <gasps> Yes, and uh, he is just he's so cute. But anyway, he is going to get. We have to go to the DMV, and we had to make the uh, the appointment, and we're going to go do that. And he said, "Now you are not going to say anything. Let me do all the talking." Mm-hmm. And I went, "Well, I've got to sign the paper, and I got to. You better be nice to me." And he's, "No, I just don't want. I don't. I don't want. You might mess it up. How could he think I could it mess actually, it up?" Actually, I will say. I went to go apply for my learner's permit because I have my learner's, but I haven't like really taken the steps to get the actual license right now. I'm just kind of like, I'm good. But you can drive with a 21-year-old? In I can drive with a, with a licensed driver on the yeah. car, so mm-hmm. yes. Um, but the thing is, is that they have very, it's very, very particular about the papers that you need and what you need to say and what, like, so I can actually completely understand that because... They actually, for us, whenever we went to go and do it, they were so sweet and so nice. Like we had, we thought, oh, okay, they said you can have any form of identification as long as it's like a tax form or like whatever, whatever. And um, we went there and it was not right. And we were so freaked out. We were like, we, they, they said this was right. And it's like, no, you need this, exactly this. Not, it's not open for interpretation. So we had to drive home and come oh. back. Oh, okay. brother, because I, I'd hate to make another appointment in, you know, the year 24 because we, we missed this one. But I think that, uh, it, isn't it supposed to be like a birth certificate and a, uh, the, whatever that online test was that yes. you took? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a birth certificate and an ID of some sort. Yeah, like, you need, for the learners, it's different. I don't know exactly because, again, I'm a little bit yeah. procrastinating when it comes to my actual license, so I haven't really figured out <laughs> what I need for that. But uh, for the learners, just, yeah, it's, it's a lot, yeah. it's it's a lot more bells and whistles due to the fact that they're just trying yeah. to make sure that you're who you eligible you to get oh, your license. Eligible. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, 
I just hate it so bad. I've got to renew my license, so I have to, oh. I don't know how to do that. I guess i got to make an appointment to renew it. Do you do that if you want to renew your license? Yeah. You have to make an appointment. You got to make sure your license is renewed for for my sh- for the show. You got to make sure you can come down this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. yeah, yeah, you have to go down there and do a do an eye exam. I think they're still doing that, and then you do all the updated information, mm-hmm. like your fingerprint oh, and. Dear, it's been so long, like six years. But it's easy now. You now literally can you sweet talk them into using your old picture. <laughs> I mean, I'm just just asking for scientific reasons. Yeah, well, because I lost my ID, and when I went in, I had to redo everything. And I was like, "Can I just just get a new ID?" Like I literally just got one right. like a year um, ago. Like, no, you got to redo everything. Like, yeah. redo the signature, redo the picture, redo the thumbprint. And I was just like, "Okay, whatever." But yeah, it's really easy though. You go online and you can book a time, and and it's like, well. I hate doing any of that kind of stuff because it it takes seems like it takes forever, but I just got a jury summons. Me, oh, okay. I got Congrats. a jury summons. Summons. <laughs> summons. Duty. Not mm-hmm. because, I, but I'm way over the age limit. You know, you, there's an age limit. Or that, there's an age limit to give you uh, an exemption. Like um. if if you're over seventy two, I think what. 70 or something like that if you're over that you, that's your exemption you can say i'm too old to do this uh-huh. and um the other it gives you a bunch of different <laughs> things i think i checked off everyone why i shouldn't uh, i should be exempted now i love the fact that if if i know that it's like a murder case i want to go and be on the jury <laughs> 75 real life true 75. crime yeah you have to be 75 and then you can request uh... but you can request that doesn't mean they automatically accept it right Okay, but but I'm 75 November 6th, so. But happy got, early birthday! And then, <laughs> see, and, and I've got to get my license on that, my my birthday, so I wonder if they consider me. Okay, anyway, uh, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be talking about <laughs> youth, youths, yeah. and not. <laughs> and one and thing not, you can oh, do is oh, when you do turn 75, you can request a permanent exemption. Oh, permanent. Interesting. So well, don't forget to do that when you join. Double ARP and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. I know it. He he has to remind me he found this lady that was 76 and had twins. Tw- she had baby? She had twins. Twins. Wow. At 76. And I went. Good for her. You know what? Good for her. <laughs> Says the person that hasn't had any children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I like, well, like that sounds great. Well, yeah, we were talking about, you know, you got to change perspective in your life and always be positive. And I was like, you're a lady, uh, Cindy. This lady just gave birth at 76. You got plenty of time. Plenty of time to change your world. No, 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 no. 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 There's no. certain things that I wonder it when they said that, like, um, biologically just wondered. I'm not going to speak to it right now because some people may be eating lunch. But... Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't want, you know, she, how has she done that? I would, I, you got to get that story so I can read the whole thing. Yeah, so it definitely me, be interesting. Yeah, so I am make sure I don't ever do that. But um, <laughs> anyway, so we're talking to Dina Hef. Hayfley. Hayfley. Yes. Not Hef. No. Like Hayfley. Hayfley is <laughs> Dina Hayfley, and we got Dare, Dare, Dare see McLeod. Dare, Dare and Dina. Yeah, Dare, Dare and Dina. Dina. Y'all oh, that are... sounds like a really interesting, like, like a band mm-hmm. name. Yes. Oh, there you go. Dare and Dina. Dina. Okay. Yeah. All right, start practicing. Right, Dina. I know. That's it. Got a lot of catching up to do. Xylophone. <laughs> <laughs>
tambourine. She she sang she sang last time she was here, and the texture of her voice was so amazing. Oh, it was really you. commercial. I mean, you you change it up whenever you. I mean, I think mm-hmm. do you do it? You mean to do it, or are you? Just I mean, like it? Uh, I've always been told that I do have a pretty distinct vocal style because yeah. I have, um, and I think that is. Uh, that's definitely because of my background in musical theater because I grew up singing belts and and having right. and developing that vibrato from a young age I think definitely helped me with the ability to translate that into multiple different styles. So that's why, and, and listening to so many different musicians, like I love jazz, I love rock, I love Very good. multiple different inspirations that I, and I think because of that span of, musical knowledge i'm able to translate my voice into whatever genre i want to which is definitely a blessing right well because when she came and you could hear the the sun will come out tomorrow you you could hear that <laughs> in her voice but when she started singing it was a really good texture in oh, a, thank and you. so i thought now that's really commercial i mean mm-hmm. and it and it still stands out though yeah and you're so you. young you've got such but dare has <sighs> been amazing since she could talk i mean i've known her all her life so so see when when she was little we would just look and we're like how did that come out of that little girl's mouth because the things (laughs) that she would say and the expressions and she's always been a a special gift for sure (laughs) so sweet she has, but, but i you know what what's uh, funny is because she does she does sound like she was born being 50 years old <laughs> and so she's got so much depth when she was talking to me about things and I'm going like where did that vocabulary come she's from she's an old soul for she sure. is an old soul mm-hmm. for sure and it is uh, and it's great I mean it it really does give you so much I mean you you already have a lot of experience it seems like that just comes from you know like I can write this song mm-hmm. I have never experienced this I promise mom yeah but uh <laughs> But that you can, you can write a song about this, and right. it uh, it's just from watching movies or I think so. Uh, I think a lot of the time, I've always people ask me that all the time. They're like, "Well, how do you write songs like that? Like, what? Where does that come from?" And I I don't really have a very definitive answer. I I sometimes I'm like, "Well, it must be because I've picked up things from stories and movies and other people's experiences that I've heard about." But also, part of me sometimes believes maybe it's a a consciousness, a collective consciousness that I'm able to kind of tap into and be like, these are feelings that everybody kind of feels, or these are experiences that everyone kind of experiences in a collective, unified way. I I, I guarantee you that you, if I ask anybody that just turned sixteen that question, <laughs> should they go? I don't know. Ah. I just I don't work. Well, I mean, that's that's the general sin. That's like the, the general summary of what I just said. I don't know, but it's just a little bit more bells and whistles. <laughs> well, Dare has the ability to be able to have conversations with adults, and yes. but she is magical with the children. We've done um, some work with Dare. She's come to some of the events that we've had for the foster kids. And when I say foster kids, we primarily work with 12 to 17 year olds here in Montgomery County that are in group homes. And Love Hills Youth, um, they do what they call um, a community day where they bring the kids in. It's typically on a day that they're out of school and they provide lunch, they do counseling with them, they do activities, and Dare has come, and she just sings with them and just interacts with them, and they absolutely love it. 
but um, we we started when we did your movie premiere. Yeah, that was that was genuinely one of the coolest experiences because I was I was I was so worried. I was like, oh, I really hope they like me. I really want them to like me. And I and I went and I did this premiere with them, and they they're genuinely some of the sweetest people. And I think it's so sad because so many people look at people like look at these youth and think, oh well. They're, they're not they can't be like that they can't be like that and right. I think that's so sad because they're such beautiful and incredible and smart and talented individuals with hopes and dreams and love and dislikes and and everything about them that just makes them someone who's me they're just youth that's me that's who I am and I and I genuinely I I consider them friends I consider them people who I would love to talk to regularly on a regular basis and I, I'm just so blessed to be able to help them because I would want to help anyone who's my age if they were going through something similar, whether that's sure. a foster kid or not. Well, there's always been, I mean, because of my age going back, is stereotypical. You know, like if you're a foster child, they they consider you and they judge you and they mm-hmm. they have a prejudgment of what you're going through and what has happened and all that stuff and we know that every story probably has a different backstory mm-hmm. to it that uh, where these children come from mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. are you taking them out of courts are you taking them well they're just- they're placed in group homes here and rebecca she does the counseling side i mean she's a licensed professional counselor mm-hmm. so she has her team and they go in and work with the kids that that's where to, from January of 2022 to current, we have volunteered, it's almost 3,000 hours of services, uh, mental health services to the wow. kids in these group homes. And just having the constant um, connection with these counselors, they can go in and visit them. And the kids, people don't realize that the kids move a lot. They move to different group homes. They don't stay in one forever so the counselors being able to go with them and being that constant has been extremely helpful and that's one of the things that Rebecca and her team really really try to do Um, they need a constant somebody that cares about them that's going to be there that they can count on and our day of counseling that we do um, we in the past we did it here in her office in Conroe but we also have a location in Montgomery and we bring them in. We have a large facility there, and we bring them in. And we had a church that partnered with us uh, recently, and they brought in home-cooked meal. And oh. everybody had uh, a home-cooked meal. They don't get that, and you don't realize that. They, they don't get a great home-cooked meal like that. And they, what all did you guys do this last one? So this last, uh, this last counseling day it was actually really awesome. We, uh, like Dina said, we got a home-cooked meal. We um, we just we got to I got to sing with them. I sat down with my guitar, and it was coolest. It was the coolest thing because um, at first, you know, they were a little shy because they didn't. Some of them did not know me at all. And sure. I was like, of course, you know, I'm someone that they've never met, and. Um, I, I started singing and a, and then eventually like everyone was singing along and we and there were several people who were singing with me and like oh can we do this song next can we do this and I was like okay I'll, I I don't know it but I'll learn it in like two seconds <laughs> so um, it was we had that and then after that they did some um, really cool like games and it was just it was really it, there was such a joyous tempo to it it was it was it was really sweet and they don't get this Mm -hmm. this is something that they do not get we work very hard to try to do it once a month with them and even kids that um there's there's the learning piece with the counseling so they work with the counselors but just a day of fun and and like dare said she she can really relate to them very differently than we can sure just getting down and and 
it, it really is magical to see. It absolutely is magical to see. And, and when we first start, when I first started doing this with Rebecca, I guess it's been a little bit over a year, and the first counseling session I went to, it was very small. Um, not a lot of kids wanted to come because we have to coordinate with the homes to get them to bring them to wherever we are. Um, but now word has gotten out and it's gotten bigger and bigger. I mean, you've even seen from Christmas time yeah. to the last one that we had, they're, they're hearing about it and they're looking forward to it, which is. Oh, that's great. Yeah, really amazing. Oh, that is. That and, is. And adding on to you, what you were saying about um, foster kids not being able to really stay in one particular location and having that ability to have a counselor move with them. I actually, when we had the gala last year, there was I one of the foster youth that I met genuinely one of the sweetest individuals and I and I absolutely love them and the thing that was so upsetting was they were an artist and they had a piece that was going to be presented at the gala for the fundraiser and and they got moved the day before the day three, yeah, three oh. days before and they wouldn't we had no control over them getting right. moved. They didn't tell us where they were going. One of the, you know, how to get in touch with them. They just, they literally just moved them. So it's, uh, it's still it was awful. It was yeah. really, really. The system sad. still has a lot of work to be done, but now you're working with the. This is with the state system, or is this a local? Well, these are these are all the group homes here in the Woodlands, and in, CPS manages those those homes. They do mm-hmm. okay, and so uh, or oversees them, should I say? Are there volunteers that you guys need more volunteers or, or is well we have we, the counselors go in but yes we have d- uh, several different programs um, if you go to our website Love Hills Youth it shows how you can help how you can get involved but we have a, a clothes closet mm-hmm. so we purchased a mobile clothes closet so we get clothes for the kids and we take them to the facilities and we've set it up kind of like a shop, a, a store and so they, they go can through. go through and they can look through and get different sizes oh, and that's great. we just had a big clothes drive right before school started um, and we've given away close to a thousand items of clothing uh, but that's one of the events that we do and um, that you've you've been part mm-hmm. of collecting and that's that's huge but another great tool that we're uh, utilizing is our teachers we have some retired teachers that oh. go into the homes to work with the kids and help them with their studies um, oh, because these perfect. kids yeah they move around schools as well and that so, was, that's like uh, military terrible. kids mm-hmm. you yeah. know they have well how they and feel it, and in high school uh, most of these kids are in high school if you miss a couple of days of school you're so far behind sure. you don't know what to do right. so we're really trying to go in and work with them um, Rebecca has done an amazing job putting together a team from the clothes closet to the to the counselors you know we, we're just trying to do mm-hmm. and we are the first ones that they call Rebecca will get calls late at night saying we just had a, uh, we just had um, someone transfer in and they literally have the clothes on their back and we'll go and we'll, we'll bring them clothes oh. and um, toiletries oh and, and things like and that's right here in our community right here in Montgomery County this yeah. is happening and, and also that's that's where sometimes that's where my uh, little foundation comes in that's where dare to read also helps a lot I feel I wanted to start dare to read because I wanted to like I think that stories like I've talked about last time stories right. are one of our most valuable assets as humans because it gives us the ability to relate to not feel alone to feel hopeful to be inspired to be transformed as a mm. person fundamentally and I think that by giving people those stories that they can be like, wow, I'm not so alone. I, I'm not, I don't feel so 
alienated. I don't feel I, I'm inspired to achieve more than what I think I can. I, I'm, I, it's, I think that by giving kids books, we can give them the ability to dream and to dream bigger than what they think they can. And well, that's, you know, the imagination is, is so great. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times kids lose that because there's so much that goes on and that they feed off of their whatever the movie maker or, or the video, uh, whatever the video is about, has fed them their their idea. But the kids coming up with their own, as when we're little, we use our imagination a lot more, mm-hmm. and that kind of dwindles for some reason. And it's great because books, you're right. When you get into the book, it takes you to a place that you may never, ever be able to, to go to, right. but you feel like you're there because the writers is so... Right. And I think think with with what you're saying about imagination, I think it's like, I think, again, imagination and dreaming are very similar. Right. And it's it's so important that we don't limit ourselves. I think it's like um, there's a scenario that's called like the bumper car scenario. It's where it's like somebody is going to be going on this bumper car really, really fast. Right. But as far as you push the pedal down, you're always going to have something that's retaining your speed. So I think that translates a lot to how we act as people. As we get older, I think we put these governors on ourselves to be like, we can't go this fast. We can't do this. We can't. There's no way. And I think that's just kind of enforced in you, maybe not even intentionally, but subconsciously, I think it's enforced. And I think that, like you said, music, art, reading, stories, everything like that in general, take those governors off for maybe even like an hour or two. It's still allows us to kind of be free and completely unrestrained emotionally physically mentally and in all ways I think that's why that's so important to me because it without dreaming what are we you know that's, it's like what can we do that's exactly right and see the artistic soul in her just oozes mm-hmm. out <laughs> where did you learn the the term governor did you uh have, <laughs> have you have you worked on cars before no <laughs> but um my mom has always uh, my mom's always told me uh if you live with a governor you're not living you know if you live with something that's holding you back you're not gonna actually enjoy anything you're yeah just they're not be... talking about greg abbott they're talking about <laughs> this, if this governor that that kind of keeps you from going so much faster than you'd like to go mm-hmm. and, and all and uh, sometimes the kids need that kind of restraint mm-hmm. once in a while they need that kind of restraint so it just is is i i feel like people understand foster children are put into homes because of their of the family environment that mm-hmm. that's going on and and what gives them any hope that that may change or does that duh, what's the percentage of of the environment changes and the children come back well i i can't speak on the statistics of of all of that but 80 percent of our kids that grow up in foster care do end up in the system um, in these group homes, you know, it's not a mom and a dad. These are paid workers right. that watch over these these children. So they don't have someone to tuck them in at night to ask them how their day went. I mean, these people are, are working their nine to fives overseeing these kids. And I mean, we all know, especially if, you, if you're a parent, you know how important it is to 
talk to children, find out how their day was, how can you help them? And they don't get that. And that's one thing that we're trying to do is be that for them. And with the books and and we do welcome bags for these kids. So mm-hmm. when they get placed in a home, the home lets us know. We take out a, um, a welcome bag because normally they're moved in trash bags when they have to move from place to place. So we give them a bag a really nice bag with toiletries and um, we put a rock in um, a love rock and that um, they can put in their pocket so they know that they always have us we're with them and and we love them and they're going to see us and then we we put the books in there um, yes. we've had some donations um, some bibles so we you know some of the kids ask us for bibles they ask us for books um, and we really try you know they don't ask for a lot so what they do ask for we we try to make it happen and I guess a hug is at the top of the list, yes. right? Yes, well, they they um, they do, they definitely warm up to you at first. Um, uh, and Dare, that's one thing that you do really well. She's not nervous or or, or standoffish at all with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you have to kind of let them lead. But yes, once they they've seen us and they develop, like when they see Dare now, they're like, oh my gosh, is Dare going to be there? I mean, and, <laughs> I mean, again having a constant they don't have that you know and and being able to and that's why we try to get dare and and Peyton, you know, to be familiar faces that they can see every time and, and look forward to it. Oh, and the talent you have and the way that you speak and all that stuff has got to be really inspirational. Like, I want to be like you. I want to have that vocabulary. Yeah. I want to be able to mm-hmm. to reason out things. That's what is so, I like, her parents certainly have get big kudos from me because uh, you know that you're with them so much. I know being, a, you know, an artist that she has to go with you everywhere you you know yes. you go and, and, and I'm so grateful for that because she's always supported me right no matter what my endeavor is she's yeah. always told me if you want to do something we're gonna help you do that and, right. and I'm so grateful for that because like we were saying you know it's oh sorry so many kids don't have that right. they don't have they don't even have anyone who let alone supports their dream but let alone even knows that yes. they have those mm-hmm. it, it's it's just it's so amazing that Rebecca and Dina and all these licensed these licensed counselors can actually be that for those kids mm-hmm. and be those people who are like, hey, I see you. I know who you are. I know what you love. I know what you don't love. I know what you want to be, and I, and I want to help you get there. I want to help you do that. And it's oh, that's where that is. I thought I said I was who's backing up? <laughs> can you just get there already? <laughs> How far are you backing up? Um, uh, but it, it, it's, you know, it's whenever you think that you're having a really bad day and and you find out these kids do this, every day go through this and they're trying to grow, they're trying to flourish, they're trying to, you know, be like everybody else and they have too many memories that get in the way of putting them, you know, I'm not like everybody else, right? Because I don't have a mom and dad, or I don't have, you well, know, they don't a family. Have that encouragement. I mean, they yeah. literally get in from school, and and they are on. You know, the doors are locked. They have to ask for doors to be open for them. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it is it is absolutely not normal. No. And one of the things, being from Montgomery County, um, and and knowing that this, like I said, you don't realize it. It is right here, right around the corner from us, and being able to be involved in this and and make a difference uh, that's that's what we want to do we want to to make things better for them and right. we've partnered with a lot of really great people and over the last year our gala that we had last january 
um, we raised a hundred thousand oh dollars and we did goodness. that um, dare participated in that Peyton Jeff Canada they all performed at our gala um, the kids like um, dare mentioned we work with some organizations we worked with an artist and the artist actually went and met with the children and that wanted to paint and they painted some of them like you said are beautiful mm -hmm. artists oh. and they did no one's ever encouraged them yeah so they say oh, they wonderful. did these beautiful prints and we were able to auction them off to the people at the gala and dare herself bought bought one mm -hmm. um so it was just that the talent that that comes out of these children when when given just a little bit of of direction and encouragement is amazing and we're hoping um, our concert for love that we're that we have this this coming Sunday, here at uh, Dosi Do at the Big Barn. Mm -hmm. um, Dare's going to be performing along with Jeff and Peyton. And this is strictly a, a a fundraiser. All of these funds, none of us are paid. None of us right now yeah. on the, on the staff at Love. That's Houston. so it important. All goes yeah. towards our counseling. Um, and that's this Sunday. This Sunday, October first. October first, and it's it uh, starts at. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. So you've all been to church. Now it's time to come back and, and come go have sit dinner and have and dinner. Watch them. And we we just um, found out, and we're super excited about this. The kids are actually some of the group homes are going to be there, and they're going to get to watch. Um, if you've ever been to Dosi Do, Do, there's an upstairs, so we've we've got that area reserved so the kids can for the have, kids can come watch uh -huh, oh. and have lunch and and just be part of the day with us. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's all about them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be really cool because uh, we're all going to get to perform separately, and then our last um, 30 minutes around that around that point, we're going to be. Um, going to perform as a group. We're going to do some group songs together, which is going to be really cool. Some sing-alongs. Really? sing-alongs, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant you and Jeff and Peyton are going to get they're, together. They're like all going to, well, they're all going to play some music together, but the kids love to sing with them. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so How many times are y'all going to do Baby Shark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, for me, I mean, I don't know how well that would read just because I don't even really like that song. So, <laughs> Taylor Swift, though. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And who did you play when you played at the table? She played at the table. Yeah, right I here. did. Yes, yeah, I talked right. about that last time. Yeah, yeah, it went really well. I was super excited about it. Um, I played uh, I, I, some of my favorite artists. I played Taylor Swift. I played Fleetwood. Uh, I played Fleetwood Mac. That yes. was a really good one. Yes. I loved that one. And I played. Um, I played like. I was uh, playing some Carrie Underwood and and Katy Perry, Amy Winehouse, just some of my favorite artists of all time. And I was it was really cool. I really see you guys Sunday. You can go out to um, Dosi Do, and it's off of Forty Five, and you take the exit if you're going. Let's see if if Richard will know this. If I'm going south, Reset. the exit I would take would be or Rayford. Rayford. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's right there. And you can't miss it. It's right there. And, um, and then you can, uh, you go in and you can have a good dinner. You can, mm -hmm. you have excellent entertainment. You're seeing Taylor Swift people being made. <laughs> and this, you get to see them before they got their tickets up to $500. So 
ticket so you can get in. Because one day and, Dara's going, we're not going to be able to afford Dara. No, I know it. I know, and we're cherishing no, every I'll minute. Forever, I, will be, I, will be I did say I was going on tour with her when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, she'll get a call. Okay, Dara, you remember me, Dara? You can just come on one more time. That's all I need you to come on just one more time. It'll be fine. Uh, and it, it's going to be great because you have all that, and you'll get to see some of the kids that this is benefiting, and that always is important whenever you're you know you're wanting to give money you want to yeah. be participate in a charity and you think this is great and when you find you see the face of the person that's going to help cindy come on I, I am so bad at these things we need to have richard doing it because he <laughs> well it's always he never to be cries. emotional if we if it just it shows how important this is you know it shows like how, how it makes it real it's real it's real for sure and um when you come out, we also have a limited edition concert shirt oh, with, the, with the three artists on it. Oh, so we'll be yes. selling those. merch table. Yeah, merch <laughs> table and a donated um, guitar that has Dare, Peyton, and Jeff's picture on it. So we're going to raffle that. Oh, so my it'll be goodness. Very exciting. And we are, um, Wood Forest has already made a, a donation to us. Um, and. We're excited. We're always looking for donations, but we're right now we're looking for some. We put it out on on um, social media that we're looking for someone to sponsor the meals for the kids because we worked out a special deal with Dosi Doe that we're going to be able to provide a meal for all the kids and they're just going to have a, a great night with us. That's yeah. that's wonderful. Ugh. God, thank you for these <laughs> people that be like this because uh, I'm, a guy told me one time he said, you know, I just really do thank God for people that can get down and dirty with people and will help people and that they don't they don't think oh i don't want to be around these people mm -hmm. they don't think like that they've got a different mentality and they'll help and stuff so i think it's, i appreciate I think a lot of that is from i think it's fear i think it's people kind of are people just people are afraid of things that they don't want to understand right. they're afraid of things that they just are like this is too painful this experience of that they're having right. is too is too painful is too much is too whatever True. and i think that it's i think it's uh i think it's about rising up and being like you know what these people are just like me well i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to uh dina for a second while you get your guitar and mm -hmm. uh dare is going to play a new song that's just coming out uh, just come october 10th the song will be out and um, I'm not playing the one that I'm releasing because that one's a Uke song, but I'm going to be playing this one that I wrote recently. Okay. Okay. I thought your mom. Okay, she mom. Did, <laughs> she does <laughs> want to advertise the one that's coming. Yes, oh, we, we yes, want to advertise yes. that she she is. And then they know where to go to get, you know, to mm -hmm. hear it mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I think anywhere you go where there's music, you'll find Air McLeod. <laughs> yes, and yes, the, yes. Right? Anywhere. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Everywhere that you can get music, you can find me. There you go. I love that. Where you find music. I'll write that down. Okay. <laughs> All right. So everyone listen carefully and go ahead and hit record. You guys, <laughs> you know, you'll have this, of course, on, on YouTube. And, and if you miss any of this that we've had today, uh, you can go to YouTube, uh, The Cindy Cochran Show, or Lone Star uh, Community Radio. The will be there. As soon as y'all leave, you can probably listen to the whole show as you're going home yes. because it, Richard is so fast getting it 
up I on. I know. I was, I was, I was, I was so impressed. I was like, when I came home from the last one, I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's already, already there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because a long time ago, we used to have to wait and wait for them to get that. <laughs> That up there but anyway we we're so happy to have her we feel honored and so uh y'all you know you never know this is like history in the making so <laughs> dare mcleod you're on okay uh this song is called down in the river i wrote it a, a little bit ago and um i wrote it for mental health month and i think it was just perfect for this episode so i wanted to play it for that thank right. you Try less hard in ways. If I want to fly a little farther, could I finally save the day? If the mask cracks and breaks, and I seal my fate, but you always saw behind it. from the <laughs> sandwich I <brought> you. <laughs> Yay, that's 
so good, dear. So good. It's a good episode if you're having breakout tissues. (laughs) (laughs) Or napkins. You should feel, yeah. uh, (laughs) No, that was was amazing. Oh, thank you. But I cry. (laughs) But I cry also at at the talent that you have. How you put the words together. And how, you know, there's so many things about that song that you do that are just oh, wonderful. Oh, thank you. hold you. back, you push, you put, it's just really good. So I was trying to stay technical and not listen to the words so that I wouldn't cry, but I couldn't <laughs> help it. It happened anyway. No, but it's, that, it's, it's great. Oh, it's thank like, you. It's such a good job. I wrote that song actually for Mental Health Awareness Month, which was in May. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually, I was kind of, I wrote that song personally because i think songs can be interpreted by anyone and have any meaning depending on where you are and what you're going through in life sure but to me when i wrote that song i was wanting to kind of show that uh, there's a lot of sometimes it feels like there's a lot of darkness in life and it feels like you're you're trapped and you're and you're stuck and you're sinking it's like you you keep Mm -hmm. falling down and down and down and no one's there to help you back up right and i think that if you have those people in your life that can remind you hey Look at how bright life can be. Look at how mm-hmm. beautiful life is. Look at how much I love you and I care about you. And I think that that's a lot of what Rebecca and, and what Love Heals Youth is doing. I think that's what they do is they, they reach out to these, these people and they're like, hey, look, look at how much we love you. Look at mm-hmm. how much we care about you and how bright life can be. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this is good for all pr- parents because there's such an epidemic of uh, suicides among mm-hmm. young people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yikes, that's so horrible because you think that's, you know, we know Mm -hmm. we've been through that stage and then you come out of it and you think, what if I had done something to myself to cause myself not to be here anymore? And I would have missed all these years, all these experiences Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's hard to tell a teenager there's so much to look forward to. And they go like, what? Right. What? Mm -hmm. I can go to school tomorrow again. I can do this again. It's all the same thing. But this is very important. I mean, it's just giving hope. But what you guys, and, and these are kids that have parents, live in nice houses, and, and all this is still, this happens to them. So we've got to, you know, we have to fix this some way. We, we do, and, and it is broken, and it's been broken for a long time. And, and again, while trying to, to start here in our community, start at home and right. help these kids and and if we can just save, we can't save them all. No. We can sure try. No, try. But um, another example of what we did um, that was just so moving, we got a call. It was um, late in the evening, and they said one of, one of the children at the group home, he got a job. And he was very excited, but he didn't have anything to wear. And they have a uniform that he had to wear. And so we were like, okay, what's he need? So we went to the store. We bought everything. We took it to him. And he was so excited. And he had hope. He had a plan. He, um, you know, he was talking about how he was going to save money. And he, I mean, he just, just that excitement. Uh, sure. And, you know, we, we left there. And that's why we do it. Uh, exactly. That, I mean, and and you, if they need something, ask us. Because we have, this community has come together for Love Hills Youth. Absolutely. Sure. We've done, um, we've done um, book drives. We've done towel drives. We did beach towel drives. They don't have right. their own personal things. So we did a beach towel drive. Um, we do um, 
What, do we, what else do we St. do? St. Patrick's Day shirts. That's yep. really fun. We, we purchased them all St. Patrick's Day shirts so they'd have something green well, see, to wear. You, you guys are always giving them something to look forward to and to have mm-hmm. fun with. And and uh, the show is over. I can't believe we're finished. We have gone through. Oh, an, wow. An wow. See, that's... That's the, that's the reaction we want. <laughs> He's that was doing like this yes. to me. Um, uh, Dina, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah, Blair, thank you, thank so you guys much. so much. Thank you, God, for them. Anyway, thank you, God, for all the first responders and, <laughs> and all the people that are out there trying to help us keep us safe and, and all that. So first responders, we love you. We salute you. And uh, and you guys go Sunday to Dosey Doe, Big Barn, and help the Love Heals Youth. Yes, yes I got it right. <laughs> okay. All right. See y'all tomorrow. We've got a great show tomorrow. It's, uh, uh, I can't tell you. Just be there. Be here t- tomorrow. All right. Love you. Bye. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise, one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clearer financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran's show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449- 5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com that's www.wootenfinancial.com this program is sponsored by the wooten financial group it is not the intent of wooten financial group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc., Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives.